The idea that no one is looking at the model presented by Mayor Rudy Giuliani in New York, which was very simple. If you throw a rock, you're arrested. If you throw a bottle, you're arrested. And all of a sudden, New York was, and it literally was almost overnight, New York became safe. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. The Jonathan Kinlock Show is brought to you by CMA of West New York. Welcome to the Jonathan Kinlock Show on News Talk 1400 WDTK. You're invited to call in and join the conversation at 800-923-9385. That's 800-923-WDTK. Welcome to the Jonathan Kenlock Show here at Detroit's News Talk AM 1400 and FM 92.7 WDTK. The call-in number here in the studio is 800-923-9385. That's 800-923-9385. Donald Trump and Ben Carson continue to lead the Republican race for the presidential nomination. Um, Ben Carson, a couple of days ago, um, was leading the GOP field um, as Clinton widens her lead over Sanders. Uh, Just only a couple of days ago, um, the polls were showing Ben Carson uh, leading the Republican presidential pack, according to a then-published Wall Street Journal NBC survey. In that poll, um, the poll found 29% of GOP primary voters back Carson, a retired neurosurgeon, while 23% said they support Donald Trump for the nomination. Senator Mark Rubio Florida of Florida is also in double digits with 11% support. Senator Ted Cruz Texas from Texas came in fourth with 10%. The former Florida, former Florida Governor Jeb Bush received 8% support from that Wall Street Journal poll. Today, you had another poll that now shows that Trump is back on top and continues to lead the race. Uh, Donald Trump and Ben Carson continue to dominate the DOP presidential um, poll, according to a new national poll. About half of those surveyed supported either Trump or Carson, um, with either uh, with Trump earning 26% support and prominent neurosurgeon 23%. Um, this is a poll that was released by Fox News on, on Wednesday. Uh, Senator Mark Rubio and Ted Cruz earned 11 percent support while former Florida Governor Jeb Bush and Florida Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee along with the rest of the field uh, each received around four percent. This race is just becoming more and more uh, interesting. Uh, uh, Tom, uh, we also have here in the studio Tom Wilson, uh, the Democratic Party activist, as well as we have, um, for the first time on the show, we have uh, DeLorean Holmes, who is also a, a Democrat and a uh, a, 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 I would say he's a, 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 he's a talented, talented individual, both when it comes to real estate as well as when it comes to logistics planning. So a uh, lot of knowledge, a lot of information, very well versed. Tom, these polls, these latest polls. Well, I mean, it just goes to show you that they're fluid. Okay, you know, they... Because I, I even the Quinnipiac uh, poll that came out, it showed that Carson was ahead. Was it in Iowa or whatever it was by ten points? And so I mean, you know, as the saying goes, it's a snapshot in time. But um, we got a we we got a long way to go before you know what is it next August and then November. So they're probably still going to be you know um, switching like crazy. See, unlike unlike Hillary Clinton. These folks have not been sh- shredded. Yep. Their lives haven't been shredded right. and picked and, and, and pillaged in order to um, be sc- scrutinized as it relates to all the various choices, decisions, and stances um, that they've made. Now, 
as they continue to stay on top, I believe you will have various media sources and individuals that will begin to uh, try to pull away these 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 various uh, innocent layers and these uh, newbie layers to get to the bottom of who these individuals are and where where they've come from. Um, specifically, you have that beginning on ben, with Ben Carson where he made this. Uh, a statement. I, I guess he made a statement a couple of times as it relates to his past. Um, but Ben Carson refused to back away from his controversial remarks on mass shootings and also uh, lit up the gun control debate uh, this week. Uh, he talked about when he was um, a young man how he had a, 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 a he had a um, I guess a spark of of violence and he had stabbed a, 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 a young person back when he was I think he said around 14 years old and there were some news outlets that actually went and talked to people who grew up around mm. Ben Carson at that time and they could not find anyone who knew of this violent violent Ben Carson that he he uh, claimed to be claimed to be and yeah. oftentimes and he also has a there's also some allegations as it relates to him plagiarizing um, some things in the past. Well, you know, in the book Gifted Hands, there was never anything written about any violence. I mean, yeah, at one time he kind of got stupid to use that word, and his mama had to, you know, slap him upside his head or, you know, as you say, slap him to sleep and tell him <laughs> that to get his, get his act together and uh, go ahead and do right. But um, I don't recall uh, anything in there about him, you know, the thug life, to use that term. Well, I, I think some folks are saying that he wanted to, uh, you know, uh, uh, one-up his experience. And you had the uh, many of the Republicans now, the candidates, talking about how they've experienced uh, drug abuse and uh, prescription medicine, family members who've had, not them, but their family members of uh, who have some drug problems. And they're trying to connect, you know, connect um, with the voters from um, this most um, painful uh, part of our society. And, you know, is that enough to say that these super rich individuals are, 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 are experiencing common man and common um, person's issues ain't nothing like the real thing no i mean you know these these folks are so doggone rich they forgot uh, some of them at one time that they were poor <laughs> well it, it's just it's just getting more and more bizarre when you have these candidates they it's they just trying to get this 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 create this continue this synergy at least on donald trump is donald trump isn't spoke spoken on any real policy it's just nope. all a press conference of right. a whole bunch of one-liners yep. i've never seen anything like this before but yep. hey he's he's taking his uh his show on the road Say whatever works <laughs> absolutely you listen to the jonathan kinlock show here at detroit's news talk am 1400 and fm 92.7 wdtk we have here in the studio delorean holmes as well as tom wilson and we'll be right back on the other side of this break before he turned two, my son Alex became very, very sick with a high fever for several days. We went to a couple of different hospitals, several trips to the ER, and doctors just kept telling us it was a virus and that he would be fine. But a mother knows. So I looked at the doctors and said, we need to get to Children's Hospital right now. So they sent their dedicated ambulance, Panda One, and within minutes, we were at Children's Hospital where we should be. As soon as we got to Children's, we were surrounded by a team of doctors, and within minutes, he was placed into the ICU. It was the worst moment of my life, and yet I was calmer than I had been in days. It took a couple of days, but they found that he had a very rare blood disease called PCH. He had three blood transfusions and started to get better. Now he's a healthy, happy toddler. For a pediatric specialist near you, go to childrensdmc.org or call 313-745-KIDS. The Children's Hospital of Michigan is family, and I won't go anywhere else. In times of economic uncertainty, University Foods are hard at work providing quality groceries at impressive savings. Since 1979, University Foods has served the Detroit area with low, low prices, providing fresh fruits, vegetables, and quality meats. University Foods strives to save you money without compromising quality. Buy local Michigan-made product at your local Spartan store. 
University Foods, located at 1131 West Warren, across from Wayne State University. Say hello to Norm and tell them the Jonathan Kimlock Show sent you. Welcome back to the Jonathan Kenlock Show here at Detroit's News Talk AM 1400 and FM 92.7 WDTK. Call-in number here in the studio is 800-923-9385. That's 800-923-9385. Joining me here in the studio are two Democratic Party activists. We have Tom Wilson as well as we have DeLorean Holmes. Uh, During the last break, we talked about the latest poll numbers, which pretty much remains the same where you have the neurosurgeon Ben Carson as well as Donald Trump still leading the Republican presidential pack according to uh, latest poll numbers. These poll numbers however are very very significant in as much as on November 10th the Republican candidates will also be gather- will bat- be gathering again uh, for another primetime debate. Um, but New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee have failed to qualify for the primetime Republican debate on November 10th, making them the first top-tier candidates to be relegated to the undercard round Fox Business Network announced, announced on Tuesday. Meanwhile, former Governor George Pataki and South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham failed to qualify for the under undercard debate, meaning that they will not appear at all when Republicans gather in Milwaukee next week. Uh, the, the relegation could further winnow a Republican field that remains crowded with 15 candidates, on the vast majority of whom are polling in single digits. While Christie, while Christie and Huckabee will still have an audience at 7 p.m., uh, Graham and Pataki now find themselves barred from the platform they had come to rely on for media attention. This is the time in which I believe where you will begin to see after this debate, you'll begin to start seeing money dry up for these candidates. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, these super PACs or any of these entities that are actually funding these campaigns will continue to fund these campaign uh, beyond Thanksgiving uh, for these campaigns that continue to uh, linger around the single digits in the poll numbers. Yeah, I mean, they're spinning wheels. They're not getting any traction. So, I mean, what's the sense of, you know, throwing money when you're not moving for, you know, moving ahead? All you're doing is you're in one spot or you're losing traction. You you have uh, Marco Rubio. It was just uh, mentioned in on various news outlets where Marco Rubio has the support of a billionaire benefactor who will be supporting him financially. And that is the key. That is the key to be able uh, to last through these holiday, um, through this holiday season. Um, As we get to Thanksgiving, uh, of course, many folks are going to disconnect from the matrix and begin to focus on family and then begin their holiday shopping. And a lot of folks aren't going to be too interested in following uh, at the pace that we've been following up to this point, these these elections. And so as people begin to tune out, you're going to need uh, to have the resources to be able to last until the top of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, but unfortunately, right at the top of the year, you also have the uh, Iowa debates that will be beginning uh, a month later. Mm-hmm. So uh, the key is to have money both to now go up on air because right. the media attention will begin to focus on all of the various host- uh, 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 holiday uh, festivities and things that folks want to know about the holidays. So you're going to have to begin to have resources to go on air and begin to uh, penetrate all of that holiday shopping and holiday message. But, you know, and, and I agree with you, you know, folks, you know, people are going to start, you know, think you got Thanksgiving coming up and you got Christmas and people are not going to be so focused in on the um, candidates. And, you know, they say you deserve a break today. And <laughs> that Republican folks, man, I mean, I'm sorry, you know, people really need a break from them. But see, as I mentioned earlier, in in, in regards to these candidates, you know, as much as they want to dog Hillary Clinton, heck, it's been 20 years of folks basically 
uh, dogging the Clintons yep. and investigating every every inch of their DNA, mm -hmm. uh, these individuals have not had to deal with that type of scrutiny on the national stage. Uh, Marco Rubio uh, is, I, I, I think, it just shows a sense of carelessness um, in regards to the, uh, in regards to him handling um, some of his uh, financial issues yep. and not making sure that he had adequate responses in addressing these mm -hmm. issues. Mm -hmm. When you run for president, okay, you run for state senator, you run for U.S. senator, uh, you know, when you, 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 you're not necessarily, um, uh, you're, you're not, clearly you're not running any executive departments or have any unilateral authority when right. you're talking about these particular positions. But you when you're talking, vote. but when you're talking about running for president of the United States, when you have the military already, uh, once again, caught up in the news as it relates to spending and wasting money on a gas station overseas, uh, you, you, you want to make sure that individuals uh, clearly understand finances yeah. or have some sense of, of managing their own finances for president of the United States. It's not Hattie Mae's uh, uh, shrimp shack anymore. More. Yeah, you know what? In terms of Miss um, Miss uh, Miss Clinton, Hillary, last week the Republicans gave her an eleven-hour commercial. Okay, she sat there and dug her heels in, and I mean, she handled, you know, the Benghazi thing. And what did they come up with? Nothing. But on another note, you have these Republican uh, candidates who are crying about how they're being treated mm -hmm. by the moderators of these debates. Right. You're trying to be president of the United States of, of America, <laughs> and this is where you're supposed to cut your teeth. You're supposed to be able uh, to demonstrate to the American public that you're ready for prime time, that you're ready um, to deal with tough questions. You're ready to um, deal with... Um, um, uh, issues that are thrown at you um, and, 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 and able to handle situations when you're caught off guard. It's not all about having a cue card and always having control. And that's what we always think. We all, the, these debates have uh, grown uh, over the years to become, I got your moments, well, yeah, exactly. period. Exactly. And they're saying that's not what, you know, they're, they're saying that that's not what it's supposed to be. I gotcha is what you will encounter in, 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 in many instances, mm -hmm. when you're trying to um, deal with some of these world leaders, they're going to try to get you every opportunity that they have. That's so, right. I mean, you're afraid of these 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 moderators uh, of these doggone debates. Uh, th that just shows me that um, they want to be in control um, in, in, in their in their message as mm -hmm. it's being delivered. But you're not going to be in control when you're sitting across the table from world leaders that have their own agenda. That's right. So they're complaining about the agenda from the media. That's nothing compared <laughs> to the other agendas that you will have to deal with when you're dealing with um, in, in world leaders no. who are not necessarily allies. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, because, you know, you're sitting across this table from Putin, okay, who is supposedly uh, the what I there was a poll that came out. Uh, President Obama's third, then Putin's first, and I can't remember who was the second. I ain't going to say most admired, maybe powerful, okay? But, you know, the bottom line is... Um, <laughs> they're, they're powerful because he's, number one, because he's powerful and crazy. So yeah. so that's how the, you get to the top of that list, to both have uh, military resources and be crazy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, this... This whole, you know, like you said, and I, I had even heard that the Republicans wanted Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh to moderate the uh, next debate, and uh, <laughs> that you know that 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 the, the whole conversation about them deciding who should right. and it just shows you the Republican Party is just a law. I mean, it's just no, just are. totally out of control. Out, out of control. Uh, you have a situation where. Uh, the national party organizations, the DNC and the RNC, mm -hmm. are responsible for what? Bringing together the various uh, leadership mm -hmm. of these various campaigns in order to carve out the rules and guidelines with, um, with the candidates mm -hmm. uh, for, for these national debates. They had this discussion the full, on the format and all of, this, all of the, that's 
we're, we're seeing play out mm-hmm. right now. But what they want to do is in the middle of the middle of the game, they want to rewrite the rules. Um, and it, it, it makes no sense. No. And it's more of a distraction, less opportunity right. for the public to be able to really understand, do these people actually comprehend and mm-hmm. understand how the United States government work, especially how it works on the world stage. Yeah. 800-923-9385. That's the number here in the studio. But, you know, you're, you're right because... One thing I learned and I heard is that you don't argue with the press, okay, because they, you know, they got the barrels of ink and they had reams and rolls of, of you know, paper to, to, to write stuff. But, um, you know, I don't, well, first of all, the Republicans, that first debate, I thought they were going to get close. They got close to playing the dozens, as we would say, mm-hmm. you know, when we were kids, talking about one another's mamas. And, uh, but, um, and... They seem to, other than, who was it, Kasich, who said, you know, like, come on, let's go ahead and get down to something of substance. But obviously nobody wanted to talk of substance. It got to the point where who can deliver the best cap? But, you know, these moderators are supposed to do exactly what they're doing. They're supposed to scour the universe or scour the American um, consciousness based upon uh, various uh, news reports, various uh, stories that have uh, centered around these various candidates and to pull from that questions uh, pertaining to these candidates Mm -hmm. as they are being perceived and as people are talking about them around the country. And yes, there are a lot of people asking whether or not Donald Trump is running a comic book campaign. That, as much as it may sound as rude, um, he's been rude. What are you talking about? Donald Trump has been a running a campaign of total rudeness. And so from that... True comes the question that was posed to him, and yet we still didn't get an answer. You listen to the Jonathan Kinlock Show here at Detroit's News Talk AM 1400 and FM 92.7 WDTK. This is Jonathan Kinlock, Tom Wilson, as well as DeLorean Holmes, who are both in studio and will be right back on the other side of the break. Yeah. I don't give a about your faults or mishaps. The DMC for a variety of reasons. One is the opportunity to do more cutting-edge research, but also to work with really high-quality, creative physicians. Dr. Cindy Grimes, DMC Cardio Team One. When the artery closes in the midst of a heart attack, every second counts. Most centers have to call in their team from home, and it's a struggle to open that artery even within 90 minutes. Here at DMC, it's much, much different. Cardio Team One is the only 24-7 on-site heart attack team in the country. Dr. Daniel Turner, heart specialist at DMC Children's Hospital of Michigan. In the past, the child's chest would need to be cut open, and they would need to stay in the hospital for five or six days. Now, with the melody valve, there's no surgery, and they get to go home the next day. Working to build the most advanced heart hospital and cardiovascular team in the Midwest and beyond. And we're doing it all right here in the heart of Detroit at the DMC. The DMC, always there. In times of economic uncertainty, University Foods are hard at work providing quality groceries at impressive savings. Since 1979, University Foods has served the Detroit area with low, low prices, providing fresh fruits, vegetables, and quality meats. University Foods strives to save you money without compromising quality. Buy local Michigan-made product at your local Spartan store. University Foods, located at 1131 West Warren, across from Wayne State University. Say hello to Norm and tell them the Jonathan Kinlock Show sent you. Welcome back to the Jonathan Kinlock Show here at Detroit's News Talk AM 1400 and FM 92.7 WDTK. Joining me here in the studio is Tom Wilson, as well as we have DeLorean Holmes, who are two Democratic Party activists. And these, this, this, this whole presidential debate, this whole presidential debate discussion among the uh, presidential Republican presidential on candidates, um, where they are concerned about uh, the moderators, uh, that that is a little too late. Those discussions about the format and all of those things there uh, pretty much are discussed with the, with the RNC well, or yeah, the exactly. respective um, right. national parties. And um, it's just more distraction 
with these candidates meeting over the weekend to talk about how they were going to um, boycott or demand certain changes right. to these uh, to these debates. When the debates have already been scheduled, have already uh, ads have already been purchased, mm-hmm. and the 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 horse is already out the barn. Um, I don't know what these individuals thought they were going to do as far as changing anything, um, especially when they were in, in, excluding the RNC. Uh, chair and all the other individuals who were who were actually involved in coordinating these uh, these debates. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it just shows you um, every step of this doggone Republican um, uh, nominating process has not been based upon zeroing in on substance. And they're trying to blame it on the media from these debates. I'm talking about uh, things that they're um, that the barbs they're throwing at one another. Yeah. It's just total. It's just a total waste of time. And also, um, as you mentioned, during the commercial break, uh, Donald Trump was talking about how no one was going to be watching the Democratic Party, uh, the Democratic debate. Right. But from the Democratic debate, of course, we saw folks did watch because yep. people are paying attention to uh, both uh, both parties and, and all of these candidates. And we saw more discussion or questions and responses that were um, substantive come from these uh, from the Democratic candidates than that, that we had from all of mm-hmm. just we had one Democratic debate from all of the debates that have come from the Republicans. Right. Nothing you could just go home and write uh, about as it relates to where these individuals stand on issues that are important to the American public. You're right. Yeah. You're right. What's your uh, take? We're here in the studio. We're having our thoughts. Come on in. Join in and share your thoughts. Do you think that these debates that have taken place um, thus far, both from the uh, from the Democrat and Republican uh, perspective, whether or not they've been helpful and whether or not you've gotten any clear understanding of where these individuals are standing? Well, you know, I like I said, I I can remove my bias, okay? I wear a blue coat, okay, in terms of being a Democrat. But when I sat there and I watched the Democratic debate, I mean, sure, you don't have the legion of candidates there um, to to debate, but, you know, you had what I think it was five people there who sat there and they dealt with issues of substance. And other than the one guy, who really, to me, should have kept his mouth shut about the vote that he took. Um, they dealt with the issues at hand. I mean, there was none of this, um, you know, trying to denigrate uh, one another and that kind of thing. They dealt with issues that people are concerned about. The the the, the key thing from the, my, my, my perspective as it relates to this whole debate, um, uh, these, these presidential debates, is that— uh, I think they they don't want to have camera time. They, they they want the of course as they were going into the last debate, they were calling for uh, less camera time. Uh, they're trying to call for a shorter debate, and because they're not prepared, they don't want no. to actually have to um, deal with questions on policy questions from individuals who actually do understand right. um, policy and actually do actually do, uh, do understand um, the uh, global scene um, but in the world scene I should say but the point is is that because there, many of them aren't prepared they're not this is probably the most ill-prepared and I'm talking about the um, these individuals credentials and the letters behind their name I'm talking about specific understanding of the United States um, government how it both operates as well as uh, its, uh, its its current standing mm-hmm. on the world scene, I I really don't believe these individuals understand that, nor do they understand um, the state of world event affair, state of world affairs um, that that at the level in which a person who will be who who is seeking um, the highest office in our country, uh, I don't think these folks are really prepared, and I think they're just having a ball, and until they get down to really I'm talking about how they're going to enhance the quality of life right. and of, of, of citizens in this country, especially um, the, the area that mo- most folks don't want to 
I'm talking about the citizens don't want to deal with, and that is the 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 the, the issue of poverty in this country. Poverty yeah. does exist, and and I think that and poverty is actually growing. Yeah. As we continue to see uh, the top tier of uh, income yep. earners yep. continue to grow, and the middle class continue to um, dissolve, uh, disappear. Well, exactly. I mean, you you gotta have. Um, uh, you just can't ignore the poor. I mean, Jesus said the poor will always be with us. And I mean, they are. They've been with us since the beginning of time. And the thing is, their numbers are growing. I mean, and to me, um, with the phrase that they've used, which has kind of like become real common now, Obamacare, here you are, the United States is the most powerful country in the world and the richest country in the world. And you've got, what is it? 40 million people uninsured. I mean, and then you got Rubio talking about, I'm going to, you know, repeal Obamacare. You also have the new Kentucky uh, governor that's going in, the, uh, the Republican, right. um, who happens to be a member of the Tea Party Caucus. Um, these people, it's just all about just recklessness. Yeah. And you also have seen that um, poverty among white people. It's not just um, the minorities, yep. but you have... Um, probably among whites um, continue to increase. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and I don't get it. People continue to vote against their own interests. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you have policies that are being, these Republicans, they're not speaking to, uh, you know, uh, issues of of wage um, disparity as well as other things that you would expect people to be talking about. Right now, they continue to talk about, they're still holding on to this, this economic theory. It's no longer a theory. It is a fact. The trickle-down... Uh, trickle down policy does not exist. No, it's no. not a reality. Never works. And at the end of the day, we have to have some real economic, uh, some policies to talk about one, returning jobs to this country. I don't get how these corporations expect to continue um, to live uh, uh, off the fat of the land mm -hmm. um, if the people who actually are the biggest consumers in the world are not able to afford the products that they're uh, that these companies are bu building and making. Exactly. Well, it goes a little past, you know, them being able to afford the products. You're talking about the people who are making these same products products working hard and the factories and stuff that can't even afford to buy them because well prices are rising and wages aren't so it's like you said when you have a number of people rising being poor poverty and the whole republican field basically ignores it like it doesn't exist it's like why are we voting and electing these people and giving them attention and time of day when they're not even out there fighting for the people that matter and the people that are the backbone of this country the ones out there working you know making capitalism all possible mm -hmm. I, I, I continue to talk about I, I just want to take a, a little one of those little white gloves and then slap some of these um, folks <laughs> that continue to talk about abortion and those things there that, um, you know, once the child is born, then, like I said, these people have these uh, these sort of um, mindsets of be born and die. After you hear um, it's up to you, you know, go graze in a field somewhere. Right, you know, there's right. there's there's hay out there. Graze, baby. Graze. Yeah. So um, I, I, they, they don't understand. We are brothers keep. And I think that's very, very important. Um, we, I want to hear from you. Call in. Uh, Mark, we want to hear from you on the other side of the break, uh, as well as other callers. We'll be talking to you on the other side. Jonathan Kinlock, also in the studio. I have Tom Wilson and DeLorean Holmes. Let's, let's go at it on the other side. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking a new bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back. Just before he turned two, my son Alex became very, very sick with a high fever for several days. We went to a couple of different hospitals, several trips to the ER, and doctors just kept telling us it was a virus and that he would be fine. But a mother knows. So I looked at the doctors and said, we need to get to Children's Hospital right now. So they sent their dedicated ambulance, Panda One, and within minutes, we were at Children's Hospital where we should be. As soon as we got to Children's, we were surrounded by a team of doctors, and within minutes, he was placed into the ICU. It was the worst moment of my life, and yet I was calmer than I had been in days. It took a couple of days, but they found that he had a very rare blood disease called PCH. He had three blood transfusions and started to get better. Now he's a healthy, happy toddler. For a pediatric specialist near you, go to childrensdmc.org or call 313-745-KIDS. The Children's Hospital of Michigan is family, and I won't go anywhere else. In times of economic uncertainty, University Foods are hard at work providing quality groceries at impressive savings. 
Since 1979, University Foods has served the Detroit area with low, low prices, providing fresh fruits, vegetables, and quality meats. University Foods strives to save you money without compromising quality. Buy local Michigan-made product at your local Spartan store. University Foods, located at 1131 West Warren, across from Wayne State University. Say hello to Norm and tell them the Jonathan Kinlock Show sent you. Welcome back to the Jonathan Kinlock Show here at Detroit's News Talk AM 1400 and FM 92.7 WDTK. Call in number here in the studio is 800-923-9385. That's 800-923-9385. Joining me here in the studio is don't uh, join me here in the studio are two Democratic activists. We have Tom Wilson as well as Delorene Holmes. Let's go to Dwayne. Dwayne from Detroit, what's on your mind? Hey, great, man. Hey, I'm glad you guys are back on. I was wondering what happened. Um, what I get is, Jonathan, I get so frustrated, man, listening to guys. I heard Tom say, well, I, you know, I need to put my blue coat to the side or whatever, man. To me, the Democrats had to be crap. I mean, I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent voter. But I look at, even like with the emergency manager, people forget that it was Jennifer Granholm it brought in the emergency man- manager. I know that uh, Snyder did it on steroids or whatever. But if you, look <laughs> at the if you look at the Democratic Party, what have they actually done? I'm, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at all the cities. Like, I travel a lot, and I look at the different cities that are under Democratic control, the cities, are, the inner cities are beat up, worn out, the unemployment is high. You know, I keep, I keep hearing, you know, guys say, well, Obama, he did Obamacare for us. But you know what? To be honest with you, brothers, we spend enough money on war where it's enough money where everybody should have free health care, <laughs> everybody should have free cops. Yeah, I and agree with you 100%, but when we have to look at you know the war we got into, that was the Republicans. That was yep, something that happened when they right. had control. So we can't you know just try to put the blame and say, oh, look what the Democrats haven't done. You know, a lot of inner cities are controlled by Democrats, whether it's city council, a mayor and other elected officials, but at the but state level, exactly. When you get to the state and the national level, yeah. who control most of the funding? It's Republican. It's not much we can do. Right, right, right. And yeah. you know what? At best, all I'm saying is, at best, we should be independent voters. Why? Why do I have to? Right now, you guys, I can guarantee you, you vote for Hillary Clinton no matter what, no matter what she says. And then you, you guys were talking about the demo, the the uh, debate. I mean, the Democrats, it's just a, a show. That's all it is. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, you're just going through the motions. You already know who's going to be the but, Democrats. But, but, but can I, can I, well, well, you may have a, a point there, but, um, but let me say this. The Democratic Party, and let me say this, Dwayne, the Democratic Party right now are talking about wage um, disparity. The Democratic Party are talking about um, making sure equal pay for women. The right. Democratic Party are talking about issues that are important to me and that are actually trying to address some of those ills. Okay, yes, they may not be screaming loud enough, but see that, um, the, the, but the, the, the loudness come from um, bringing more people into the conversation. It's not just about um, the elected officials who carry the banner of the Democratic Party. It's about the people who are standing behind them that are pushing the issues and driving the issues mm-hmm. and um, helping to carve the message. Uh, the Republican Party, I don't have, they have no room for me. Right. They have no room for yeah. the, the Mexicans. So yes, the Democratic Party is not um, 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 perfect, but at the end of the day, they're speaking uh, on a number of issues that are important to me. And yes, we do need to continue to make sure that they speak louder and speak to more issues um, that they um, have um, not necessarily spoke to. And, and, and Dwayne, you're absolutely Absolutely correct. Governor Jennifer Jen Jen Granholm invited <laughs> Dracula into the household. But thank yeah. you, Dwayne. Thank you. Thank you. Love that. Love that um, conversation. 800-923-9385. Aaron and Chris uh, continue to hold. Let's go to Mark from Roseville. Mark, what's on your mind? Oh, you gentlemen, just take the cake. I'll tell you, you do more to separate the, the, the differences between whites and blacks than anybody I've ever heard. Now, you going on talking about how Republicans have done, done nothing and this and that. How about Obama? What about all these people who are gone hungry on his watch? Why don't you blame him? All he's got to do is give an executive order, because that's all he's been doing is ruling by executive order. That's because, and, you know, that's because nobody in the, in, in the Congress would cooperate with him. 
Can, now, you, let me ask you, this. can you imagine how much further we would be to how much further we as a country would be had to had the you know the legislatures down in Washington actually cooperated. I'm not saying you got to have a love fest. Don't get me wrong. No, you don't want that. 100%. But but you know how much further we would have been along. We would be along had you know he gotten some more of the things that he wanted to have done. Let, let, let me say this, Mark. As we're talking about roads here in America, I mean here in Michigan, the whole country has been talking about the infrastructure, infrastructure. falling apart. That's right. President Obama tried to get and you went into Republicans, uh, Republican state into Republican uh, areas where the bridges were falling apart. And yet you had Republicans just to uh, say no to President Obama for right. various reasons. The American block Jobs that. Act I'm saying deal. at some point, even a clock is right twice in uh, 24 hours. But we have in Washington right now, no to everything. And, and I'm going to tell you this. Uh, there are some things that I'm not pleased with President Obama about. But at the end of the day... Like I just explained to the last caller, he is addressing a number of issues or trying to address because he can't control the Congress. Um, and he barely could even control when the Democrats had uh, control right. of the Senate. That's so right. he was being fought by Democrats as well as Republicans. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, I th we cannot forget, sir, when President Obama took office, where this country was, where we were. You keep on blaming the Republicans. Look at the Republican candidates for president. I see a woman up there. I see an African-American up there. I see two Cuban-Americans up there. What do I see in the future side? Let me say, let me say this to you, but, but you know, you can, have, you can have Bozo the Clown up there, and some <laughs> might say that it's, they're behind one of them, but at the end of the day, it's about the message and the, and, and the policies that these people are expounding. They are basically talking, all of them have basically said that there shouldn't be a pathway to citizenship. They all have basically um, um, basically uh, fallen behind the, the farthest of the right of the Republican Party in both delivering um, uh, divisive messages and, and, and an undertone that basically is going to seal the fate of the Republican Party for years to come. You cannot unless, I don't care how many, the face and the color up there, I don't give a damn. Um, yeah. You know, it's black people that basically had led folks to the slave ships. Are a racist. You and I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. I'm speaking fact. I am not a racist. Trust me, I am not a racist. I'm talking about the policies that the Republican parties have expounded that have basically had a horrible, horrible impact on blacks, Latinos, and everybody except individuals who are, don't look like the Republican Party of the day. Let's talk later. Stephen, Aaron, Chris, we'll be right back. Thank you, sir. for a variety of reasons. One is the opportunity to do more cutting-edge research, but also to work with really high-quality, creative physicians. Dr. Cindy Grimes, DMC Cardio Team One. When the artery closes in the midst of a heart attack, every second counts. Most centers have to call in their team from home, and it's a struggle to open that artery even within 90 minutes. Here at DMC, it's much, much different. Cardio Team One is the only 24-7 on-site heart attack team in the country. Dr. Daniel Turner, heart specialist at DMC Children's Hospital of Michigan. In the past, the child's chest would need to be cut open and they would need to stay in the hospital for five or six days. Now, with the melody valve, there's no surgery and they get to go home the next day. Working to build the most advanced heart hospital and cardiovascular team in the Midwest and beyond. And we're doing it all right here in the heart of Detroit at the DMC. The DMC, always there. In times of economic uncertainty, University Foods are hard at work providing quality groceries at impressive savings. Since 1979, University Foods has served the Detroit area with low, low prices, providing fresh fruits, vegetables, and quality meats. University Foods strives to save you money without compromising quality. Buy local Michigan-made product at your local Spartan store. University Foods, located at 1131 West Warren, across from Wayne State University. Say hello to Norm and tell them the Jonathan Kinlock Show sent you. Welcome back to the Jonathan Kinlock Show here at Detroit's News Talk AM 1400 FM 92.7 WDTK. Call the number here in the studio is 800-923-9385. That's 800-923-9385. Joining me here in the studio are two Democratic Party activists. We have Tom Wilson as well as Delorean Holmes. Let's go to Aaron. Aaron from Gross Point, what's on your mind? Well, I was listening to you uh, talking about Jesus asking us to you know, take care of the poor and, 
those who are in need, and, and, and that's wonderful, and, and God bless you for that. It's fantastic. But when you step over and ask the government to take care of what Jesus asked us personally to take care of, or ask the church to take care of, what you've done is you've crossed over and you've taken Jesus and you put government in the place of God and Jesus. And it's not government that's supposed to take care of us, but each other and the church. And that's where it goes wrong. Can I, can I, can I say this? Just like any other, any other individual or any other organization. And that's where we lose it. And we lose our faith. We lose our touch when government steps in and takes care of what individuals and churches should be taken care of. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that governments need to issue uh, religious edicts, but for, we are, we have uh, in, uh, in our current country, we have a Republican form of governance, which means that we elect individuals to address common concerns as a nation. These individuals come together and to talk about um, the ills and the weaknesses uh, of the country, both from an uh, individual standpoint as, relates, as well as from a, a national standpoint, whether it, you talk about defense and other matters of, of, of common interest. Um, and yes, you cannot, as a government, um, a, a, we don't have monarchies here. We have a republic form of government, and you are to look at the impact of certain economic decisions that they're having on individuals, uh, individuals' life, and try to come up with policies to 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 prevent people from falling into further, further, further mm-hmm. um, poverty. So there is a common interest. I'm not saying everyone, the government's role to uh, allow for folks to or to make individuals billionaires, but there is a responsibility not to let individuals fall off the economic cliff. Right. And that's right. um, that's those are the measures that we hope that policymakers have a conversation about those safety nets. Um, and also, yes, yes, churches, yes, other organizations do have a role and a responsibility. We all are our brother's keepers. Um, but there are people who disconnect. You can't disconnect your heart from government. Yep. You can't. The first rule of an individual, from my perspective, of running for office, do you care for others? Because you are going into a a, a position where it's not about you, but it's about the masses. That's and right. that's what it is supposed to be. So I look at a person's heart and their commitment um, to uh, to others and how they have demonstrated um, an effort to try to assist others before they start talking about, oh, elect me now. Uh, show me first before you um, actually try to get my vote. Let's go to Chris from Royal Oak. Uh, and yes, Jerry would be with uh, you in a moment. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, thanks. Um, hey, listen, the reason I'm calling is I wanted to bring up uh, the minimum wage and the fact that uh, you guys have been talking about uh, the suppressed wages that are going on. But at the same time, we have a policy in place of open borders that are keeping those wages suppressed. I think right now our economy is starting to heat up. But Norma's wages are going up because there's so many people there for the few jobs that we are generating. So I, I think people like uh, on the Republican side that have uh, immigration reform in mind have that in mind. I, I've read an article that say we could have $2 more an hour uh, if we had regulated immigration. I'm not saying no immigration, regulated immigration. So I, I think there's a powerful economic uh, force out there that's not being recognized. I think the Republicans are recognizing it, and it really baffles me when the Democrats want so talk so much about getting that up, but they will not. They will not control the borders because if they just did that, I think we'd have an increase in minimum wage. But you know, you have the Republicans who uh, the new Speaker of the House, um, Paul Ryan, said. They're not going to take up, you know, take up immigration. Um, and it's not about and this is what was funny. This 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 guy says, because we don't trust President Obama. It's not about trusting the uh, president, but it's about um, the legislation and the bills that you introduce and what the conversation that is centered around that. It, it's not about trust. Nobody trusts any of these folks in Washington uh, at the end of the day. But you know what? Um, what I, I do agree that we need to have a conversation about immigration. That is something that is a common issue that people seem to have some concern about around the country. So we need to have a conversation, and the Republican speaker should not run away from that discussion right now. Um, Jerry from Detroit, quickly, what's on your mind? Um, in response to that last caller, caller before, before, before the break, 
Isn't it funny that he, that that he's calling black people racist when all throughout this country's history most racists have been white? Well, you know, if you notice, during during the entire time that we've been on the air, we've never said anything about race. But this guy calls in, and he injects race into it. See, we're talking about poverty. And right. unfortunately, the folks who actually are, are, are really, really um, being hit by um, poverty are, are minorities. I mean, minorities who are in many positions of, of, of power um, at many of these state, uh, state level or state— <laughs> At the state level, all I'm saying is it's not uh, about racism. And I keep saying this. Washington has poor whites and poor blacks fighting over issues of, of, of sustainability. And the bottom line is neither group, what blacks, whites, Hispanics, poor whites, blacks, Hispanics, are not able to sustain themselves um, with these current policies that continue to allow for wages to stay stagnant while at the top tier, top one percenters uh, or top tier or top income earners continue to see their wages grow. So uh, we got to have a conversation of making sure that wage disparity, um, you know, cannot continue to um, move in the lines and the directions that it has been. Well, I think if, if any, if in response to the last thing, if, if anybody's dividing this nation, it's the white people of the conservative movement in response to that guy. You're absolutely yeah. correct, based upon the statements coming from these um, presidential candidates um, that also happen to include a black and a, a Cuban and a female. So, I mean, you get you get bad policy and bad um, discussions and statements coming from mm -hmm. from all, you know all sides. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, I think that we need to begin to have some serious conversation about um, the wages and the lack of um, uh, wage increases. I mean, people, you can't. Look, we don't have a monarchy, and thank you, Jerry. You don't. We don't have a monarchy. We have a republic form of government, and the, let me tell you, it's more poor folks. <laughs> people just going. You don't look right now. You just continue to push people off the cliff. At some point, they will push back. That's right. They will push back. Marie Antoinette and, learned that lesson. <laughs> let, let them eat cake, right? Okay. I'm telling you, and that's pretty much the way many of these folks in in, in Washington and in these state levels, uh, state government, uh, seem to 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 have that sort of attitude. Right. Well, no, you deal with it. We're and, not dealing with and that. And then, like it says, we the people. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the people are their government. We just send some representatives down there to supposedly work for what is in the best interest of. And you we have the courts that say that. What corporations have more rights or equal rights exactly. as humans? I know of no safe repository of the ultimate power of society but the people. And if we think them not enlightened enough, the room is not to take power from them, but to inform them by education. I want to thank you, Tom Wilson. Thank you, DeLorean Holmes. And have a great evening, people. Thank you for listening to The Jonathan Kinlock Show. Tune in each weeknight for more intelligent conversation on The Jonathan Kinlock Show. It's News Talk 1400 WDTK. The Jonathan Kinlock Show is brought to you by CMA of West New York. A more explosive.